Well, hello. Welcome to Pegasus Radio. Today is the next episode in the Meet the Boss series, and I'm joined by Drew Vince of Pillar Consulting. Pillar have been going for just under two years, but have really ramped up in this last year when Drew and others have joined the management team. They are small but growing consultancy focused in project management and development management within the hotel, commercial and residential sectors. This is a really great and frank discussion about how COVID has perhaps stalled their growth slightly, but they are still ambitious about their future plans and are willing to be flexible about what that looks like going forward. Drew's a great guy, and I hope you'll find this one really interesting. Let's dive in. Okay, so today I'm joined by Drew Vince of Pillar Consulting, who are a relatively new kid on the block within the PM and development management consultancy space. Drew is going to tell us more about them and how he's got on with life and how he sees the future. So welcome, Drew. Morning, Paul. Yeah, how are you doing? You all right? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, as I say to a lot of people, I've been saying to a lot of people this week, I'm beginning to see the light at the end of the tunnel, I think is the best way I can describe it. It's been um, fairly slow on the recruitment front, but, but starting to get busier now. Not not busy, but busier. So yeah, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, which hopefully, I guess what I do for a living is hopefully a reflection of the industry as well. It is. You're sort of, you're sort of the litmus paper for all of us, yeah. aren't you, really? You sort of... Uh... So sort of feel it you feel the pain first uh, and but then you sort of see the green shoots probably earlier than some of us but yeah no I think you know with the pubs reopening good sign and uh, there's generally oh, definitely. A positivity, definitely more traffic on the roads so yeah hopefully yes. we can start building our way out and you know and sort of recover some of that lost time that we've we've all been through in the last hundred odd days definitely so look Drew we'll come on to who pillar are in a second but first of all can you just tell us what the last kind of three months have been like for you personally and, and how you've navigated, I guess, home life and work? Yeah, so, um, I mean, personally, it's been, uh, obviously, the, 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 the virus has affected everyone globally. Mm. So we've all, we've all been in it together. It's you know, a bit of a cliche, but it's definitely true. Um, yeah. And I think generally that has, that has helped. But on, you know, for me personally, I've got a five-week-old baby. So my firstborn was sort of... Um, born end of may so we've had we've had that added sort of uh complication thrown in not just obviously you know the the last five weeks which have been been tiring i suppose yeah yeah (laughs) anyone with 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 children will know but um but the the bit that you know all all of the the sort of the the really from christmas and then you know obviously seeing the virus come along and then the impacts had on the nhs etc so that's really a difficult one for me and my wife to sort of uh sort of battle through um imagine quite stressful yeah it's um, i think it's i think it's really the unknown i mean yeah um as, as it turned out i think timing wise you know uh, we, we were sort of the hospital our local hospital would sort of come out of the worst of it mm. thankfully i was able to 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 join my wife for, for most of, of the labor and oh, um, things weren't too bad on that front but uh yeah it's certainly limited um all of the sort of NCT stuff and, and the sort of you know interaction with other people. So yeah, it's 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 an added thing. But yeah. um, you know, I'm, I, on on the other side, you know, I imagine people who are trying to do their day job with with uh, older children uh, are finding that really difficult with the homeschooling and, yes. uh, and that lot. So I think you know <laughs> he doesn't do a lot at the moment. He sort mm. of sits on the floor and. Um, yeah. You know, makes a few noises and there's a lot of nappy changing. So in a way, it's, we're quite fortunate. But but yeah, I think you know, a bit like a bit like the work life, we're we're looking forward to sort of more positive times, uh, more time with the grandparents and friends, and um, and getting out there and in, enjoying the world with him. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. So that's, 
so that's the personal bit but work-wise yeah we uh so we'll talk about the business in a bit more detail in a minute but for for uh, you know we're, we're in our second second year um so we we had a quite a aggressive growth plan uh start of in january and that quickly went out the window yes yeah <laughs> so but Given our size, we were able to sort of sort of adapt quite quickly and and essentially, you know, uh, make preparations for everyone to work at home. And um, it's not been too bad, to be honest. I think we uh, are all looking forward to a bit more normality. Yes. But at the same time, we've 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 learned a lot about the individuals in the business, um, and also how the business has been operating and 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 could operate in, differently in the future. Um, so we took the we took the decision a little bit earlier than the official guidance to to allow everyone to work from home, and mm-hmm. um, we've carried that on right the way through. And uh, essentially, our, our our sort of guidance to our staff is is to use use common sense at the moment mm-hmm. um, to visit sites if they need to mm-hmm. to limit face to face meetings where possible, mm-hmm. um, and you know just 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 to take a view on it. And so far, it's it's worked pretty well. Some of our some of our sites are we do we do a lot of hotel hotel work. So mm-hmm. some of our sites are quite larger states. So we've been able to um, to still visit and, and keep social distancing and and okay. in the guidance. So that's 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 worked okay. Um, plat- platform wise software, we were in the processes of um, switching over to three six five platform, mm-hmm. so cloud based software. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose like everyone, we we found we we found the Teams button. On, yes. on, on the desktop, <laughs> switch that on, and 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 it's worked well. Um, so we've we've been managed to uh, to really. Pr- I mean, I think there's, there's a definite uh, difference between pre-contract work and post-contract work. Um, so pre-contract, I think, is is sort of really carried on by the face-to-face meetings. It's carried on pr- pretty well, um, yeah. unhindered. Yeah. We've been having um, design team reviews, client reviews, sign-offs, uh, you know, pre-application meetings. And all virtually, I presume, Drew. Yeah, all, yeah. all, all virtually. Um, yeah, right. I've actually been working on a project with a very well-known architect um, since since January. Uh, we've never met them; they've never been to site. <laughs> so, but but we we we're about to uh, have our first pre-app meeting with uh, with the council next week. Right. So we've produced all of that documentation remotely, and actually. One would say the in terms of the um, the interaction that, that the sort of platform like Teams or Zoom is allowed, especially when you're reviewing documentation, we're doing it in real time. So okay. we're reviewing yeah. documentation, and yeah. the architects are able to. So rather than meeting every two weeks or every month, yeah. the architects are able to sort of get client and consultant feedback, you know, in real time. Mm-hmm. And so the so the iterations are happening quicker, and and, and actually ultimately, I think we're getting a better better document out of it. And there's less of a less of a squeeze at the back end once everyone's produced the information, and then there's a big there's a big review and redraw. So I think there's some good things to come out of it. Definitely, I think all of us in the business are missing the, the social side. Yes. Uh, so um, internally, we've from from day one, we've we've made a conscious effort to put put, put regular slots in for just team catch ups. So we do Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, first thing okay. in the morning. Um, talk about you know everything from what do you get up to the weekend to to what's going on in the industry. Yeah. Obviously, what, what you've put in your um, what you've put in your latest email, uh, yeah. the news and um, <laughs> excellent. 
and what everyone's plan is for the week so so that um everyone feels like they're not on their own uh sat, sat in there uh on the kitchen table or on a little office and um and, and they're sort of engaged in the business and then we've also carried on the learning and development um aspects so we've been we started off with quizzes right like like most people yes <laughs> And then we've moved on to a bit more sort of a uh, bit, bit more uh, self-learning uh, topics. So we we, we task um, uh, someone every week to go away and and just come up with a short presentation or a TED talk or something like that, where uh, a, a topic that they, they find interesting. And it might yeah. it might be industry related, it might not be. Okay. So I think that that helps with the engagement, and it, and it feels like you know we we have we have sort of almost been in the office some weeks, uh, mm-hmm. some weeks harder than others. And I think also from a, from an age demographic. I think there's a difference as well. Yeah, yeah, um, people yeah. People like myself who have obviously got you know small children, uh, it's a little bit more difficult sometimes mm. to, to work from home. So yeah, 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 definitely. Well, yeah, I think it, a lot of people have found is a major issue, isn't it? I think unfortunately, because, yeah. Um, be, I think a lot of people are getting used to seeing kids wandering on video calls and things now. So obviously, yours won't. But yeah, yes, <laughs> over the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I think um, I think so. We've been basically, you know, for all our clients, we've been been able to carry on. Um, yeah. We had uh, so the pre-contract stuff is, I think, has is, is gone quite well. The post-contract stuff, we had that uh, period in sort of March where, and sort of going into April, where pretty much all of our live contracts um, are stopped. Yes. So there was a period there where we were basically, you know, having to think on our feet a bit mm-hmm. because there's no real rule book for, for for this type of event. Yes. Uh, contract or, or you know or, or, you know or, or your practicalities so um, we were having to sort of shut down uh, you know liaise with contractors and clients shut down sites yeah you know how do you do that you know without yeah. actually going to site how do you record the fact that that's done obviously you've got the contractual position which you yeah. know we're in a sort of uncharted waters so you know there was a there was a there was a period there where it was quite difficult um, mm-hmm. but I think to be honest as an industry from from our perspective, the contractors have, have, have responded really well. Clients mm. have been have been have been really good, and and uh, you know on all of our sites we've we've come to um, uh, a sensible position, mm. and the works have uh, have stopped, and they've all restarted again as soon as possible. So right. all of our live sites are back up and running, mm-hmm. um, and contractors yes there have been um, some delays to, to to programs, but essentially you know I think there's that they're all gonna with, with a good wind um complete as quickly as possible and, and and amicably and the clients are going to get their their projects um you know the best in the best manner possible so yeah it's, it's you know it's i think for our business you know the reason why we set the business up is because we wanted to we'd, we'd all been in the industry working for other other companies mm-hmm. uh, consultancies and, and we and we thought that we there was an opportunity to sort of consolidate our experience and offer that to our to our clients um and and i think i think our clients have benefited from that in this in these times um because you know like i said there is no rule book for for covid yes. so you know we, we we had to sort of navigate a way through um and our experience has, has you know sort of really come into play good and when you say do things differently, Drew, what, what do you think what do you think needs to change, I guess, in the industry and, and, and why, you know, what how a pillar doing things differently, I guess? So I think from a business perspective, we are seriously questioning the the requirement for a static office at the moment. Okay. We're yeah. Size where where we don't we don't we don't really need a back office function at the moment. You know, okay. we're, 
we're all pretty, we're all running um, our own our own projects, mm-hmm. um, and then those projects are you know geographically are spread across London and mm-hmm. and, and beyond. So we, we we have a static office at the moment, mm-hmm. and we're just you know we're really basically going to engage with our staff and see what what they want to do moving forward, um, mm-hmm. whether or not we want to keep it as it is, mm-hmm. and we sort of go back to normal. Or we have a more flexible approach to office space that potentially works for each individual. So we will always have a home in London, but but do we, you know, has 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 some individuals benefited from working from home or working, you know, locally? Mm-hmm. And would they would, would they benefit from a from a sort of a local uh, setup? You know, maybe in a in a co working environment. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives them the flexibility to get out of the house, but you know is is local to them, and, and yeah. maybe avoids the commute. Or, or that you know, uh, or, or we go down the sort of WeWork route where, you know, we can, you know, if you're going to site in the morning, then you can find the local sort of co-working office, and you can set set yourself up from there. Of course, we'll still have, you know, we will still need to host meetings, etc., and all that. But I think London, especially, is set up now to to deliver that flexible office. Uh, environment and yeah, you know yeah. there's plenty of spaces where we can book meeting rooms um, as required and actually a lot of our clients have those meetings in house so I think the office is really the big is the big question at the moment for us we may very well go back to normal um, I think you know, I've read a lot of things in, in in the press about you know is it is 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 the, is the office dead um, or are we just going to sort of just slowly sleepwalk back into our old commutes and stuff like that i to be honest i don't know but but from personal experience i have benefited from you know being able to to focus on 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 work some days you know shut the door uh, and get a good couple of hours uh, solid work done yes, um, yes which is something that is not always easy in a, in, in an office you know open mm-hmm. plan office environment where everyone's mm-hmm. on the call people yeah. coming and going so there's the productivity aspect but but again i think you know there's a social there's a social element which i i think we've all we've all grown to realize it is actually part of our industry we are very social people yes so we've we've made a misinteraction with people in the office mm. but but also you know being being in london you know being able to go and see clients go out for lunch or you know just just be just be amongst it really i think there is an aspect of that so Essentially, we don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to do it by committee, you know, because essentially, you know, how, how we want the business to operate. So, um, so we'll see how it goes, and we may trial something to Christmas, and if it doesn't work, we, we can always flip it back. So, yeah. um, I think my I, I've asked a lot. I've spoken to a heck of a lot of people about this. I, I did um, a kind of poll on LinkedIn that went a bit crazy in terms of number of votes, and and the majority seems to be suggesting the cadence they would like is two or three days in the office and maybe two days at home so they've got those two days where yeah they don't have the stress of the commute if they've got some a report that needs writing where they need to just really get their head down and concentrate they can do but equally wouldn't want to be in the out of the office five days a week because they'd still want the camaraderie they'd want the collaboration they'd want the learning they just want to be able to go have a beer with their colleagues all that kind of stuff so i i suspect personally the cadence will be kind of two to three days in the office two days at home is what most people end up working to I think for us, you know, it we haven't we haven't we've we've still been able to operate and operate well and yes. efficiently. So we we've we've proven that we can do it. Yeah. So yeah. The, the adage of 
we need everyone in the office, you know, from yeah. you know, eight to six. You know, that that doesn't need to happen now. So for us just to slip back into that is, um, you know, we wouldn't, I, I don't think we'd be taking anything from it. I mean, you know, we've all got to take something from this experience. And absolutely. So if you, you know, for, for, for us, if we can have a better balance, a better home life, mm. uh, essentially that's going to sort of, you know, that's going to that's going to rub off on the on the work life as well. So, you know, we want we want people well rested, and we want when they are at work they're focused and they're and they're mm. performing. You know, um, we offer a service, so we want to make you know that that service we need to make the you know we have the best service as possible. If people feel feel that they can be more efficient, you know, if you t- t- took an average commute, you know, an hour. An hour each way a day mm. so you know uh that you could i mean for me personally you know i can wake up in the morning now you know i can i can spend some time with, with my son mm. um and then i can be at the desk for, for eight o'clock yeah, um, yeah. so i've got I, i've gained an hour in the morning and i've yes. probably gained an hour in the evening yeah, um, yeah. and obviously you can work during that time but you know sometimes you might want to uh go and sit in the garden or go out for a walk or, or go and see go and see some friends or do some exercise so um, for, for me, it's it's. I think there was a shock of working from home, and then I think we got not got used to it. And then actually, there has been some benefits. But that said, I think you know there's the other side. So, yeah, I think um, it would be great to to think that you know in the future that that, that all all um, companies can offer that flexibility. Mm-hmm. However, I do know that that some some disciplines, so architects, for example, are tending to struggle. They don't. They you know creative you know creative industries uh, thrive off of the interaction and and, mm. and the collaboration and and um i know i know one of my architects was was trying to do some massing and they would normally get the play-doh out in um in the office and, right. they, and they sort of make shape i mean you know sort of very first principles yeah 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 okay. but they've been having to make their own play-doh at home right and um and sort of, you know, share it over Zoom and use whatever you've got in the uh, in the in the kitchen cupboard to sort of, you know. Right. <laughs> I bet some of them were interesting. <laughs> features to play though. So I think I think I think there's the correct some creative um, companies will will be, be looking forward to get back in the office. Mm. I think for us, it's we you know we are very much client focused and we do spend a lot. We are we are transient, so mm. it's a bit different for us. And and actually, I suppose. It hasn't felt as 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 weird because very rarely we're in the office five days a week anyway. Yeah, a lot of this is going to come from the clients, isn't it? Because I think uh, uh, there's two elements. One is whether consultancies were able to trust their own people sufficiently well, but another another was the demanding element of clients who expected to see you you on site regularly, to see you at certain times. You know, I think the whole industry has recognised that we cannot work quite successfully from home and uh, without needing to be there all the time in person. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, for a start, um, the majority of our clients have not gone back to their offices themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're asking the same questions. You know, do we need do we need the big office in Mayfair? Do you know, I, IHG, um, the hotelier, for example, that they're, they're not planning to to open their Denim uh, HQ until at least September. Right. I know Google Google have uh, said that there won't any staff back before January. Mm-hmm. So I think. You know, those big companies will sort of, you know, often take the lead. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, I think, I think the, the days where you're going to get 20 people around a meeting room uh, for a for a progress meeting. Um, I mean, maybe maybe for some for for some for some meetings, but but not not on a regular basis because yeah. I say you can be you can do that now on 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 Teams or Zoom. Mm. Um, 
and also you know the cost the cost element of having 20 people in a room and, and arguably only 10 of them really contributing effectively yes. yeah, 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 yeah means that you know we 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 can we can hopefully get get cost of projects down and um, and uh, and get get sort of collaboration up. So yeah, I think I think there's there's that um, the the contractors also if you take if you take that side um, there's a trust element. I mean you know historically our industry is is is, is quite adversarial um, and um, you know we don't tend to trust contractors. Mm. We always think they're gonna, you know, obviously cut corners or tell the old white lie. So we feel like we have to be over the top of them. We have to be, you know, recording everything and stuff like that. And actually, mm-hmm. one of the things that has been really good is is we've been working with our contractors. So on, you know, on on things like evaluations, etc., where normally we would do a full full walk with the, with the cost mm-hmm. consultants. Um, we've we've been doing that remotely. Either we've been doing that by photos or you know or or through uh, videos you know they've been doing walkthrough videos so it, you know and we've, we've had to trust that the contractor is showing us all of the bit all of the site not just the bits mm-hmm. that he's done and he's had to trust us that we will, will make a fair representation of the work he's done without actually going there so yeah and again this is something i push back on as a i asked the question again you know again quite a link a linkedin post that they've got quite a lot of pushback from a lot of people in the industry saying that's just not possible we have to be on site to physically see it and i'm like well do we you know can there not be a little bit more trust and can we not use technology to to make that assessment at least maybe to not have to go to site as often at the very least you know that makes sense to me there are some there are some there's some really interesting um software offerings at the moment one of them one of the companies we work with is uh, a, a an outfit called multivista and they do um essentially a whole raft of surveying and, and photographic services for construction sites. So they do progression mm-hmm. photos, things like that. There, there are other ways, you know, rather than tramps around site that you can do that. But but that said, you know, I think that the reality is, you know, for, for my own benefit, I, I still would like to go to site and, mm-hmm. you know, see what's going on and, you know, and, and, um, and it makes it helps me sleep at night. So I think the reality is that we will take some of, you know, there, there is, there's some of this that hopefully we can take forward, but we're still going to be putting our boots on and going to site, especially at the latter, latter stages, to make sure things are done correctly and, and and to follow the traditional processes of completing a project, I suppose, um, yes. until there's a robot that's, that's that's clever enough to sort of take our place, and then we probably won't be. I'll probably be asking <laughs> you for a job. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for us. They're coming for us, Drew. I think. <laughs> um, the other thing. Uh, just on the technology is is yeah. the um, is the is the uh, is the MMC and um, yeah. the 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 upfront design capabilities that, that are emerging of, of the ability to sort of you know almost a real time develop a project cost it. Um, I think if we can if we can grab onto that, that will help us uh, you know sort of deliver a lot more housing, especially, um, and hopefully we'll sort of filter in into some of that some of the other sectors. So I do hope that you know. Everyone's everyone's sort of grasp of technology will will carry on. I think I think it's just a natural trend, isn't it? I think this has just probably accelerated it to some extent. I think that, you know the current COVID crisis has accelerated that process. I would argue anyway. Yeah. And so so you so I presume your your kind of two core sectors drew a, a kind of hotels and residential, which is I guess where most of you got your strength and depth. In so we yeah so we so we're we're across uh, hotel, commercial office, and residential. Okay. So we've got we've got. Um, We've got projects, a live projects on the go uh, in all, all three at the moment. So we're delivering, we're delivering some, uh, some, some commercial office at the moment in Holborn, Clerkenwell, mm-hmm. um, and we're 
uh, on about five hotel projects at the moment that, okay. that are various stages. Um, some some coming to completion, some, some very early stage, like I said, pre-application process, and then yeah, residential. So we're working with some of some of the well-known developers, mm-hmm. um, both on sort of mixed-use schemes mm-hmm. where there could be an element of hotel as well, and okay. also on um, on on co-living and uh, BTR. So you know the the, th- the three the three of the three directors, we've all got sort of um, experience across all fields but essentially you know we also kind of specialize in one so there's a there's a good there's a good spread of, of experience and, and 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 from which the clients can benefit from so for example one of our um one of our housing clients has got a mixed use scheme and uh, he uh, there's there's going to be a hotel on there so obviously you know, we can step in and we can sort of, sort of guide them through that hotel pro- process because they're not really familiar with it. So, okay. yeah, good. it's working quite well. Good, good, excellent. And uh, and going forward, do you think those three sectors will almost kind of grow in relatively equal equal levels? I think I think at the moment, I think the hotel sector uh, was you know the first to sort of really really feel the impact mm. um, of the virus. Pretty much all of the hotel, wait, yeah, all of our hotels eventually closed. So yeah, um, yeah. come come April, there was there was very little. Um, uh, all of the all of the uh, the you know the, the hotel staff were, were essentially furloughed. Mm. Um, mm. But that's now you know m- majority of them have got a plan uh, to open in mm-hmm. in July, maybe August. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see a reopening of the hotel industry in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the the saving grace I think for the summer will be the UK the domestic market yes um, I think the question mark lo- longer term is on hotel design in general whether that needs to change yes um, especially in sort of uh, front of house areas yes so bars restaurants um, how does that how does that offering you know sort of reflect what people will they want to feel safe um, yeah obviously hygiene and sort of separation needs to be considered so uh, you know the, the the days of go you know building sort of densely packed bars etc probably are going to stop but at the same time you know i think we're all hopeful that that, that, that that life will go back to normal so that i think there's a there's a there's a balance there in terms of you know some of our projects will, will be you know four, four to five years mm. um in the making so it's very hard to predict what you know, the next next year looks like, let alone you know, four to five years. So I think there's an element of flexibility, and essentially, yeah. people will still want to go on holiday. They'll just yes. need to be reassured that they can do that in a safe environment. So I think, from a design perspective, it's just trying to understand what 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 we what we can do within existing projects, and then and then understand what we want to do. But flexibility will be the key. So hotel, hotels, I think, I think will will be slow to recover. And um, some some clients are taking this opportunity to to. To, to, to get in and do work that, that, that potentially could just dis- you know there would be disruptive just disruptive during um, yes yeah, yeah, operations yeah. makes sense and doesn't it if they've got the capex to, to get away with it it makes sense to do it now while the hotels are not open other clients i've taken a view that obviously they've got no revenue coming in mm. so they're going to focus on some things and then there's essentially the new build element so so the speculative work that we do for developers and and, and hoteliers um, on on new new build hotels, I think that's where it's where where it's sort of stuttered the most because 
um, asset values, etc., have had to be re- reviewed, and um, you know the, the viability of some sites has come into question just be, okay. because because it does the numbers don't stack up. Okay. Residential, I think, will be the strongest coming out of this. We, we still have a housing shortage nationally. We still need to build houses. Uh, people still need to start somewhere to live. I think the question is, we've been doing a lot of co-living and co-working with the likes of Greystar and Quintain, and the question is. Do, do you know how do those amenity spaces sort of operate in the future again it's you know they're very much it's a very much the same question as, as the hotel world you know it's it's wherever people interact you know do we need to review um do we need to make those spaces bigger do we need to make them smaller essentially do we need to provide more solarization so i think we are seeing um essentially you know institutional developers they they they're planning for the long term so yes. It will, they're seeing this as a, you know, as a, as, a, as a hump in the road. And so, you know, some of our larger schemes, you know, will carry on and, and, and hopefully start moving forward, um, you know, in the, in the coming months. Um, yeah. More positivity around it. Commercial office, I think, is the, is, is, is the big question mark. Um, we're actually coming to, we're completing about 80,000 square foot um, in, in the next month or so. And um, obviously that's been, that's been, um, you know, that's been out on the market and um, there are very few people at the moment that are looking for 80,000 square foot of, of office space. Yeah. Um, so what will the office space look like? I think, you know, we've got the co-working, we've got a lot of co-working space, especially in London mm. and in some of the regional cities. Um, it Will that demand be there in six mm. months? Mm. Um, will, will there be Will there be more demand? Um, you yeah. know, essentially, you know, uh, I said about our business, you know, do we need a static office? Mm. Are we... Can we all work from from sort of those, you know, sort of some sort of co-working setup? Mm. So there's different trials of thought at the moment, but but again, it's um, it, it it's it's very much uh, uh, an interesting time, and I think you know really that I think we won't we won't uh, see some sort of coherent strategy until the back until the back end of this year, um, especially I think as, as everyone's sort of you know trying to work out whether there's going to be a second wave of the virus fingers crossed it won't be um, yeah. and we can start you know putting a proper plan in for for the future so yeah. i think they're i think they're all in, in summary they're all they're all impacted everyone's you know every every business is impacted every every aspect of our life is impacted mm. you know the amount of times i've you know I've, I've thought about one thing and then you know you link it to another it's mm. just you know and our, our whole way of life has has, has 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 been turned upside down but you know we need to get back to, to, to you know the economy needs to get to get mm-hmm. going again so um so i think we'll just we'll just have to adapt really and um and i think we've as a you know as an industry we've done a pretty good job yeah, um, yeah. and some of the uh some of the incentives that are, you know uh, in terms of planning etc mm-hmm. um and some of the the industry uh so the um the infrastructure spending that's been proposed by the government mm-hmm. you know should help should help kick start things and, and then keep people in jobs contractors i think being fairly positive obviously um, they'd like to like some more work for, uh, on the order book, but uh, I'm hearing positive things from that side of, of, of the um, of the fence. So yeah, I think um, I think we just need to we need to be essentially we need to be flexible. We need to be flexible with the design, flexible with with our clients, and, and flexible very flexible with our contractors. Yeah, yeah, and also I think with all of this, we, we've also not got to panic as well, haven't we? And, and what I mean by that is we're in a moment in time right now. I still, I just, I still argue personally that you know the the human race is very gregarious, wants to spend more time together. So you know, 
you know, you look at you look at I don't know, and any of those sectors, hotel uh, hotel office or or residential, you know, people like to spend time together. You know, I I I, I couldn't imagine going into um, you know, some of the nicest restaurants or hotels you go into, the boutique ones. It's all very intimate, isn't it? By the by the by where you are, how you sat with each other. I'd, personally, for me, it wouldn't phase me walking into any of those kind of environments, and I'd, I'd rather have that kind of environment than feeling like I'm in a I guess a very sterile environment um, and you know, everyone's spaced apart and you know, not, not being able to kind of communicate with people. So I, I, I'd argue I can see some of this going right back to normal. <laughs> once, we, once we get used to things, I think hopefully we'll all commute less. Um, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I personally can't see the, the be that seismic change. I can see us having a you know, kind of bump in the road for six months to a year. Um, and a year down the line, I can see us all relatively back to normal. You know, cram, crammed in nice little bars in London, <laughs> quite happy with, you know, being shoulder to shoulder with other people. Hey, um, Good. I think that's, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think we've covered pretty much. No, I think we have, Drew. That's been, that's been really helpful. Thank you. And, uh, you know, just, just great to hear, obviously, yeah, a small business with, you know, still a very kind of positive attitude, obviously, a, you know, a, you know, relatively uh, reflective attitude, I guess, in terms of, you know, you're going to have to, Kind of roll with the punches a bit as we all are, but but good to hear you're still positive and, and you know anticipate growth in 2021. I think there's it's the only way to be, isn't it? Like you know, um, I don't know what the other alternative is, and uh, I say let's hopefully we can just you know we can take we can take the positive things out of this and and, and sort of cling on to them, mm. and you know even if we made all made one change, you know for best for the better in the future, then then we take something out of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Drew, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. I'm sure you're very busy at the moment and um, obviously uh, lacking sleep. So thanks for your time. And um, yeah, um, thank you. And this will obviously go on the podcast and have a good day. Thanks, Paul. Have a good day. Okay. See you later. Cheers, Drew, bye.